everyone. Good afternoon. Welcome to our monthly podcast, Where Are the Children? But today, we're not talking about where the children are. Today, we're talking about Dean Connolly Graham, someone that we all love and will miss forever. But this is not a missing party. This is a celebration <laughs> of her life. Wes, why don't you start since you're the one that's moderating this whole thing? Okay. This is Wesley Saunders, a National Football League veteran and spiritual lifestyle advisor and uh, instructor for the Silent Victims of Crime charity. Hey, y'all. This is Janelle Nicole Poetic Puff Graham. I am a poet. I am an educator. I am a mentor. I'm a freelance writer. I am the daughter of Dean Connolly Graham. I'm on Instagram at Poetic Puff. <laughs> right on. Love it. Priscilla Dame, international trainer in conflict resolution, um, CEO of Wingspan Seminars and community activist. I am involved with transformational, intentional transformation by mm. 70, so I have one month, and I have been knocking it out of the park in every single That's category. Right. So join me on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn, Priscilla Dames. So I get to, to say that. it first. So let's talk a little bit about all of our experiences with Deanne. The first time I met Deanne, uh, I was introduced by a friend. I had only been living here a few months. And Deanne sat down at a coffee shop with us and everything disappeared. There was no one in that room in the coffee shop. There was no light, dark, sad, angry, none of it. This woman walked into my life with that gorgeous afro and the beautiful green eyes and sat down and I could barely hear what she was saying. All I wanted to do was hug this woman. And she's become my first and most loving friend in Miami. I had just moved here. So that her entry into my life changed my image of Miami. I never liked Florida. <laughs> And that's the truth. My mom lived here and I came to visit all the time, but I never liked Florida. And here I was meeting a soulmate. I was meeting someone that had so much thoughts and loving ideas for everyone. She introduced me. If I would mention, oh my God, I need a doctor, or oh my God, I need someone to help me with an event. She said, what kind of event would that be? She has the person. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, we want to do a fashion show, and I'm going to be uh, you know, doing it together with uh, someone else with another program. And I'd like to do it like at the Ritz-Carlton on the beach, but I don't have an MC." And Deanna looks at me, and she goes, do you want me to do it? I mean, I just met mm. her. She was offering to be my mm -hmm. MC, And I said, how many times have you done it before? The nerve that I have asking the woman how many times she's done it before. Quadrillion. She said none. Mm. I've never been an MC at an event before. She has now. <laughs> <laughs> so when I left that day, I said, oh my God, I trust her implicitly. This is going to happen. So six months later, she walks in with her pink boa to the Ritz Carlton on the beach and her dad. Mm. 
Her dad is walking like a king. Mm. Like a king. Because he is. He is a king. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he accompanies her, and he's got her smile. Mm. He's got her smile. And that event raised us almost $20,000. We're talking about 10 years ago. And that was Deanne doing the entire event. Mm. It was the most magnificent thing I've ever seen because she really was this queen that felt she could do anything and actually pulled it off. So since then, many times has Dad and Deanne and Priscilla and our other gang and Janelle been on the boat and what we enjoyed, all of us being together. There's never been a moment where it was with Deanne where the world didn't light up. That's beautiful. Mom had that way. She had that energy. You know, yeah, it didn't matter if she was saying something or not. You were just looking in her direction, you know. It was hard to believe that she just took over the entire atmosphere and made you feel almost like a child that can just be in her arms and be trusting and and aware of just her presence. And the end would call me often and just say, I'm in South Beach, and I go, what else is new? You live a million miles away. What are you doing in South Beach again? She goes, you know what? I hang out here a lot. I said, okay, come on over for lunch or come on over for coffee. And I go, what's your new venture? And every time she had a new venture. Mm. <laughs> and every single venture was so magnificent. Mm. And she made it look so much better and so easy. She made everything look easy. She made everything look um, safe. She made everything look colorful. That poster is so perfect, Janelle. I can't believe it. And I'll never forget the night that we went to see Dr. Mindigal in um, vagina. <laughs> vagina monologue. <laughs> I'm glad you're laughing now because I was going to say, she said no funeral, no black. She told me she wanted a celebration of life, a party. Those are her exact words. Mm-hmm. So let's get this party started. Start. Let's get started. Hey, 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 hey. That's right. I like that. Hey, 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 hey. That's the, the, one of the reasons I wore this outfit. You know, I had to <laughs> put some colors on. And remembrance of her, it's been a little bit over a year since I met Miss Deanne. And of course, like you said, the energy, the energy don't lie. And uh, such a. And you should see Wes in this outfit. Uh, He's like, bam, bam, and brightens up the room. Yeah, hey, I take He's my. He's always bam, bam now. There you go. Hey, I like it. Likewise. But, you know, I, I like to take my fashion very seriously. But, of course, when I met Miss Deanne at our fundraiser, she, you know, she stood me up, right? She was wearing the color better than myself. And, I was, you know, I can appreciate that. Somebody who takes time to look presentable and really, you know, obviously dress how they feel. And so immediately upon meeting her, I just felt a special presence. And, you know, I, I don't know if it's because I'm so big, I always, I'm attracted to motherly uh, energies, but that's exactly what it was. I just wanted to kind of curl up under and like, yeah, you know, I don't follow believe around. that motherly crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, I believe that. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, believe motherly. That. But I remember when I saw you at the second or third event that he was there and both of us had on uh wool fedoras mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that was at least the second you always third. give me yeah, a run right. for my money when it comes to the to he the was fashion clean, okay <laughs> don't believe him though he's dressing because of the occasion he dresses all these the two time. fashion plates over oh, here my oh goodness. my god oh my goodness <laughs>
All right, let's get this party So I have to say something really quick. From the other side, before mom got to the events, I remember her putting her uh, makeup bag on the bed, and she would tell me she would dress to the theme of the event. So she was always very specific and intentional about the accessories, about the colors, you know, not letting patterns clash. Just very intentional from head to toe about how she would go places. And I remember that very clearly, just sitting on the bed, just watching her get ready. Just looking fly. I was like, go ahead, mom. Mm -hmm. I like that. Looking fly. Yes, we know her that way. We know that way. (laughs) There's no doubt that when Deanne said, so what are you doing this time? What kind of a fundraiser is it this time? I said, it's Miss Columbia. She goes, Miss Columbia, let me think how I can dress for that one. (laughs) (laughs) So it's so fun that you're telling me how she put all her stuff on the bed and was preparing for the Miss Columbia event. Very intentional. I want you to know, Deanne is... From another lifetime, my sister. She and my sister could be twins because they both have the green eyes, the big afro, the big smile, the cheeks, the cheeks are my sister's. Her smile, her lips, they're my sister's. They're like so similar in so many ways and their personalities. Like I am this this very flamboyant person. Deanne was flamboyant without being flamboyant. Do you relate to that? Right? I was wondering where you were going with that, because she is flamboyant. She's flamboyant. Going back to you talking about your sister, because you said that to me on many occasions, how much Deanne reminded you of your sister. So when I finally met her, I said, oh, yeah, I see. The big hair, the eyes, the cheeks, everything. Everything, right? Not only that, they have the same personality, that calmness about them. You know, the no need to make a lot of noise. Deanne spoke three words while I said 400. Like, I never understood how she made her point with just a couple of words. She just said what she had to say, and it came out so, like, so important. And here I had to, hey, hey, hey. And she go, calm down, Tink, calm down, Tink. <laughs> but, Janelle, don't you think that was part of her background knowing what to do, how? And the words to say, because in the past, she was a teacher. I was going to say. She did a lot of editing. And through advocacy, she knew Mm -hmm. that fewer was better because you didn't have a lot of time, whether it was standing uh, in the chamber or at the school board meeting, which she did lots of that, Miami Beach and Miami Dade uh, in general. And so they only gave you just a couple of minutes to speak, and you had to make your point Mm -hmm. very quickly. And Mm -hmm. she did so much of that the last couple of years. You're going to cry, so I'm going to stop looking at you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, because I really, truly must say that when I think of Deanne, no matter what, it puts a smile on my face. It's like her personality, who she was as a person, just overcame her not being there anymore because she's there. She's there for us. I know all of us feel feel her all the time. I mean, I'm still dialing her. I'm still dialing her. And Janelle picks up. (laughs) I dial Deanne and Janelle picks up the phone. (laughs) And she goes, we love you so much. Mm -hmm. Love you, Deanne. And the butterflies and the birds and the wind and the sunshine and the rain. There it is. Yeah. Thank y'all. Blessings. (laughs) Yes. You accidentally thinking she was... Call. Accidentally calling Deanne. Deanne, Deanne nothing Deanne is by gone. accident. There but you go. No accidents. Happened. No, no coincidence. No accident. Right. 
can see mm-hmm. how that happened. That's beautiful. I, I will say though, I'm I'm a little selfish because I didn't get more time with Miss Deanne. Right, Aww. it's only been a year, Aww. and of course we followed each other on Instagram and Facebook, and she was very active on the on the platforms. You know, I was keeping up with what she was doing. Very <laughs> impressive. But also, of course, here in the South Florida area, you know, a woman of color holding herself in such prominence and such esteem. You know, that's something Absolutely. that was a joy to see to me. You know, and mm-hmm. and I felt proud. To know somebody like that who everybody respected and whose reputation preceded them. You know, that's, yeah. Are you telling me gone, Are you gone. telling me Deanne was black? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know that Deanne Thank and you proud. for saying that. Yeah. That was very yeah. important. Mm-hmm. Her yes. prominence and all of that. Yes. So important. Thank you for adding And our listeners may not even know that. There may be a single person out there that didn't know Deanne. But Deanne was this black woman with so much pride, with so much ability to give to the world that no one recognized color. She broke all barriers of anything, female. I mean, didn't she get involved in anything that was either of color or female-oriented or children? But you know what? Um, I was going to allow Janelle to talk about that because part of what I put was her diversity. She was diverse herself. She didn't just go after it like it was a point to be made over there. She herself Mm. was a diverse. And I think it was one of the interviews that she did this year. It wasn't for the Women's Fund, which she was a part of the board. I'll think maybe it was Miami. Maybe it was the Miami Times. A video documentary interview. Yes. And that she talked about her own background and her diversity. That's why she went after that platform Mm. as an advocate. And so if you want to fill us in talking about her own background, I think that's extremely important for people to understand and realize that. So mom had it hard coming up, especially if you haven't seen the interview. She talks about how when she was younger, you know, she couldn't really fit in with either or. You know, she wasn't white enough, she wasn't black enough, right? And um, she talks about how you know, she was in these upper level classes because of her intelligence. And there was these black girls who would, you know, walk behind her at school and poke at her. Like, you think you're better than us. You think you're better than us. And, you know, mom, like you said, she was very, she broke those boundaries. And so even when she was younger, she didn't think that you had to separate yourself. So even though there was, you know, black student unions, she was just like, why can't we all be together? And it wasn't until she was older that she saw the importance of having those safe spaces for you to grow, for you to collaborate, things of that nature. And, but she was always very clear about we're one people, but then she was also very intentional about minorities need their support, right? You need to support, we need to support each other. Um, and it does go back from childhood, for will, sure. Will you it's tell not us something about, new. a little bit about her yeah. background? Because many people were not oh aware. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So, give us the lowdown. <laughs> give, us, give us the scoop. So, yeah, listen, please. my brother is a historian, first of all. So, if you want to know details, holler at Dr. Connolly. <laughs> but my mom's mother is Jamaican. My mom's father is from the Cayman Islands. My grandfather's mother is French. My grandfather's father is Caymanian. So there's this whole melting pot of French, of um, Jamaican, Caribbean, just everything. (laughs) Um, And so that's really what mom is. And so that's why she was very big on, like you said, diversity. It wasn't just something to say because it was 
cool or trendy, but that was the life that she lived coming up. And so she she wanted to make sure, especially in Miami Beach, um, in Miami in general, that spaces for black people were clear and that advocacy for women were clear. And, you know, we had those avenues that they were getting support because they deserve it and we need it. But that's who she is. That really is who she is. Yes. She didn't have to advocate for black people because both poor black people. She didn't have to advocate for uh, Jewish people. She didn't have to advocate for the gay, lesbian, transgender community. She was walking and talking that person herself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Herself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's what I want. Mm -hmm. I was just throwing it on you on purpose so you could tell us her background and share that. And not just her background, but I think even the injustices she saw in the world, she believed that everybody deserves love. She believed that everybody deserves a space. And so she fought for that. She advocated for that because that's that's truly where her heart is. Yeah, so she did the work. (laughs) And she belonged to so many charities. She did something for every one of them. It wasn't just about children, although children were a very big part of what she fought for. And I remember thinking, Deanne is such a motherly figure. I wonder what her children are like. Mm -hmm. So when I started meeting the children, I met you a long, long time ago. I don't know if you remember, uh, Janelle. I met you, you had a poetry book out, or you had written some poetry. Yes. And it was at the professionally fabulous event. And I said to Deanne, Deanne, I don't want to go to that. I'm not going to that. And she goes, want to meet my daughter? You're coming to that. (laughs) she had a way of making me go everywhere she wanted Mm. and she never gave me a choice Mm. she said I'm going on a march and I would go a march what kind of a march you'll love it don't worry you'll love it don't matter you'll see don't matter (laughs) just know it's helping somebody (laughs) she would go to so many marches She was involved with so many things. And that was since young. I remember holding up signs on the side of Walmart around Christmas time saying, don't buy any war toys. Like, hot (laughs) outside. (laughs) You know, like, mom, can we do something else? You got to start them young. This is important. She was like, this is important. Yeah, Yeah, this mom has been mom before Miami. It's so funny. I would tell Neil, Neil, Deanne just called me. And he said, what do you mean? Just finished a card game. It's 11 o'clock at night. You were with the advisory committee. He said, what do you mean she just called you? It's 11 o'clock at night. I said, Deanne is on her way back. And she said that I must come with you to be judges at this female fashion show for a new club that just opened up. He said, okay, my husband, who doesn't want to go anywhere, if Deanne said 11 o'clock at night, go get dressed, we're going to a fashion show and you're going to be judges. My husband went and got dressed. <laughs> we always, the power of Deanne. The power mm. of Deanne. Because you know that what she was doing had a cause. She wasn't it doing it just cause. because. So she was bringing you along for the ride, you better come, because she's going for a reason, mm-hmm. you know? Very intentional. But 11 o'clock at night, yes. we say, okay. Look, 11, and 12, did, 1, if she's calling me, that's it. <laughs> were you there? I don't remember if you were there or not, but... I couldn't believe that 11 o'clock at night we're opening up this brand new club that opened up in South Beach. It was, was a brand new club that just opened up. And here I am marching in with my husband to be <laughs> judges <laughs> for the show because she was raising money. Wow. That's Any funny. cause that she believed in, she definitely made other people believe it. Not because she's forceful, but because if she said it was important, it was important. 
That is mm. an influencer. She mm. became an influencer. True definition of an influencer. That's, yeah. like, yep. That's she became an, an mm-hmm. influencer for sure. Teach these, these young teach these young folks a thing or two about what it means to be an influencer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. I never thought about that until you said that. Oh yes. Yeah, I, interesting. I, re- I recall when Deanne decided she wanted to be an influencer and that she needed to come out of Miami Beach and know more. She was very direct with me. She needed to know more blacks in the larger Miami-Dade County, not just new people on Miami Beach, that she needed to come over to Miami-Dade County. And she was very specific Mm -hmm. because I was the chairperson of the Miami-Dade County Black Affairs Advisory Board. And I was also the chair at the same time, I must have been losing my mind, to be the Women's uh, Business Council chairperson for my chamber, which was the Miami-Dade Chamber of Commerce. And so we both had those titles uh, at the same time. And that's how I met her, because she invited me to speak at the Women's Business Council. Um. And that that's how I met her initially, because both of us held those positions. And then you learn little by little by little she was this big. She wasn't limited to the Women's Business Council. She was this big. And she knew and she needed to grow. She wanted to become an influencer. She knew she needed to know more African Americans. And we call ourselves the spokespersons for whole world, the whole world blacks. We wanted to make sure that people did not relate to the Black Affairs Advisory Board as African-American. It was all of the blacks in the county. And we were each selected at that time. I was put on that board by Athlete Range, which you know Mm. is from way, way back. But it was a whole world back community. So she wanted to come over to Miami-Dade and learn about what was going on in the county and actually meet more black folks because she wanted to expand her advocacy. Mm. And one of the ways to do that was to become an influencer. And she learned how to become an influencer. And she did that. And boy, when she came over, she ended up meeting everybody in the world. I mean, there are very few people in any position that does not know Deanne Connolly Graham. I agree. Her name. Yes. I agree. Yes. And so she did that. So she did not just advocate in Miami-Dade County. She took what she learned back to her beloved Miami Beach, and she started the Black Affairs Advisory Board for Miami, Miami Beach. Beach. Yes, yes. So she was just active all over the place. I don't even know how she got around, and I was a busybody 10 years ago. She had me hands down. She was all over the place and doing things and getting them done Mm. everywhere she went. When she asked me to go see the vagina monologues, I said, why do I want to go see that? She goes, I told you I would introduce you to Priscilla. You met her at a party, you met her at two parties, but you got to get to know her. We stood online, what, an hour and a half? We were cracking up the entire hour and a half. We were laughing and carrying on on the line waiting. 
And then we get inside, and you guys never told me that Dr. Mindigal is one of the players up there. She's one of the vagina monologue people. And you told me while we were in the line that you had met me before at a couple of fabulous events. Yes, yes. I did not realize that. It was like, who is this little bitty (laughs) blonde woman running around? And so I pulled it up because I have those videos and, and pictures of big events for fabulous. And it was years before that. And she was hopping around all over the place. I wanted to meet everyone. I was so excited. That was the night I met you. You were standing there with your books, and you were a poet, and I bought one of your books. A book or a pamphlet? What was it? Was it a book? My first collection of poetry. Oh, your yes. first collection of poetry. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Wrote, and, yep. and you were the calmest person I ever met. Hmm. You're, there's such a part of Deanne that you have that maybe being raised in the same household. Mm, or coming from her womb. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe coming from her womb. <laughs> no, but you have like a real marked, mm. relaxed disposition about you that's really intense. And I loved it. I said, thank you. I only went to meet you. That's why I went there to the event. So then I get to meet Priscilla, and I go, oh, my God, this is your friend? And she goes, yeah, she's one of my closest friends. That was a fabulous event. It was a fabulous event. Do you remember it was was, your first one? And it was was downtown in the It was downtown second floor in the warehouse. It was huge. It was huge. But I wanted to say something about Danielle. I know she's going to feel like, oh, it's not supposed to be about me, but in planning the celebration of life, she is the calm one, okay? I can't touch that as far as being that calm. Your Aunt Janelle, your Aunt Danielle is not. She was goosenecking today, and her hair was flying. <laughs> She's always sharp, mm-hmm. but the hair was moving, and she had on her big glasses. She's always fashionable, the big glasses. And she was saying how she had changed things around one minute before the event. We're talking about one week away. And she told us that and was goosenecking while she was telling I had to tell her, do you realize you're goosenecking and your hair is flying? (laughs) And, And so she's excited. So that's why I was so glad that Janelle has been at every single meeting because she is the calming effect. And you have that. I don't think you even realize that. Sometimes. I told you that before. To everybody, to the mm-hmm. whole bunch, because there's a lot of entities there. Not me, but that knows everybody on Miami Beach. So, you know, and I think that's why Deanne probably asked me. I'm the one that was writing notes when Deanne mm-hmm. said what she wanted for a celebration of life, no funeral, a party, no black, okay? So I was writing everything down because I am the common effect in a way, but I know how to cut you off too. (laughs) And also I do get things done, especially with Deanne saying this is the way she wanted it, pow, 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 pow. But Janelle doesn't realize we need you to calm everything down. All of these personalities are involved. Keep the waters cool. In the <laughs> Keep the yes. waters That's definitely a superpower. So I hope, I hope, I hope you yeah. understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and your email now says, uh, Poet Poetic Puff. Puff. I love your poetry. Yes. Thank yes. you. <gasps> That's, That's her so email. That's so beautiful. Now. Yeah. 
And I Tell love them. your, I love it on your on your phone. My voicemail. Yeah. Yeah. Mom told me that. What she say? It's a beautiful voicemail. Don't get me wrong, but it's just so long. I was like, well. <laughs> <laughs> Janelle's very modest. I've gotten over that. I'm seventy. <laughs> I don't have to be modest anymore. Tinkerbell doesn't have to be modest. I no, no, no. <laughs> Modesty has its place sometimes. Yeah. Actually, Deanne had told me that Priscilla told her that Priscilla wanted me on the board, on the professionally fabulous board. And I said, why isn't Priscilla asking me directly? And she said, she will. Don't worry. She's not shy. She's not <laughs> no, shy. Not shy. <laughs> so, must say that... Deanne was really, really happy that I was on your board. Really happy that I was on your board. So thank you, because that was quite an experience with all of you. And Deanne didn't miss a single event. Deanne was the kind of person that will appear no matter what. Doesn't matter how she feels, no matter what she thinks. If she says, I'm going to be there, she will be there. I don't think she ever missed one event. So I have did. to tell you, there were times where mom would just be like, I have to just show my face. I, just, I have to go. I have to just show my face. And she was really big on everybody cannot be doers. Somebody Aww. has to be a supporter. I Aww. remember her telling me that. Because, mm, you know, she believes in collaboration. And she was very keen on that. Everybody cannot be doers. People have to be supporters. So if you had something going on and mom believed in you, even if you didn't believe in yourself, she was there to make sure you knew that you got it, you know? You, go. Mm -hmm. you know how many people between all of us that we know that say all kinds of stuff, mm. but how many of them actually do it? Mm. She did everything. We were having a conversation just before you got here about how I only trust people that do it. Not that they say it. There are a lot of people that say all kinds of stuff. It's easy to talk. Deanne always, always did exactly what she said she was going to do. That's what made her the person that she was. She was her word. She was her word. What we call that integrity, huh? Integrity. And she had so much love for everybody. The night she met you, she called me the next day. And she said, that was crazy. She said, I said, what, Miss Columbia? She goes, Miss Columbia was all right, but Wes was crazy. She goes, finally time. you introduced me to him. Why you kept him from me? And I go, what do you mean kept him from you? Yeah. I don't, can't believe you guys never met. No, nah, it was like, it, but it seemed night. like we knew each other for a long time. Right? You know, it was that weird kind of, uh, we met before, you know? <laughs> I'm so comfortable with her. And oh, because you know. oh, Priscilla and Deanne knew about you for a long time. I'm surprised you guys didn't meet. So the night of you guys Especially meeting. Especially since I'd already connected with Miss Priscilla. I was like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Because you have the silent victims of crime. Deanne had all of Miami Beach. And I had wingspan seminars. Plus fabulous. And so... Everybody was busy in their own shoes. You've been extremely busy before meeting Tinkerbell, and so everybody was busy doing themselves. Mm -hmm. But I think she was like the catalyst. The catalyst. She brought everybody together. Great connector. No what. Yeah. yeah, connector. Great the connector. connector. And I think that's what Miami Herald said. And I think it was Miami Herald that did that. Mom final put that on her Facebook, interview. on her LinkedIn. 
she didn't she wasn't a marketer she wasn't a salesperson she let that go she was a personal connector mm -hmm. that's what she that's what she yeah is said because she saw people's hearts and she knew that people need to know each other you know people need to connect and she loved being that person i don't think there's anyone i know i lived in seven countries although i should say miami's my favorite country i don't think i know anyone that was able to connect people the way Deanne did. If Deanne told you somebody was someone you should meet, you were dying to meet them. That's true. I would go anywhere. Like she said, I'm gonna meet Priscilla. I said, okay, I'm going. Go meet my daughter. You gotta come to this event if you wanna meet my daughter. <laughs> she was unbelievable at that. I really wanna talk about the impact that she made on all of us, and then how we could keep the memories going, and what memory do we have of her. I think all of those were very, very important. So I don't need to kick it off. Your show, Tink, but I don't want to run out of time. I, I'd really like to share some of that, and I'm sure Janelle would like to. I think a big part of my celebrations with Deanne ongoing will be thinking about all the things that she did for the world. Just think about how people like her can change the world. One person. She was one person, but she could have been 20 because of the breadth of things that she was interested in that she wanted to help. So if there's one thing we can learn and we can bring forward, you know how they say pass it forward? She was the one that made me realize that passing it forward is what's going to keep her alive. As long as we pass it forward in Diane's name, and I can tell you that for the rest of my life, there are many things that I wouldn't be able to do if it wasn't for Diane. And I'm going to pass it forward. I'm going to give more kindness, more love, more open than I've ever been in my life because of her. She's created a future in my life that can change things because she changed me. That's beautiful. Blessings. Yeah, go ahead, Wes. Oh no! Hey, look, I, I'm just soaking it all in, you know. As they and as they say, uh, you know, energy can neither be created or destroyed; it can only be transferred, right? Oh, and so okay. I can feel the energy that she brought. He's right? so smart. She, Where'd you get him from? <laughs> I read a couple books. He was born but, in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, of course, like when she when you talk about her walking into a room and her being the great connector, that's that's energy, right? You connecting energies amongst people. And that, like we said, that doesn't end. Y'all can't unmeet each other now, right? That energy carries on and we get to pass it forward for eternity, right? So I'm excited, of course, we love to have her here physically, but in the spiritual sense, she ain't gone nowhere. Yeah, mm. yeah in the spiritual sense, you're right. right. So I'm gonna pick up on that because um, I recently realized that I was holding on to looking at butterflies and dragonflies because when she first began to pass, or when she first passed, began to pass, when she first passed, I would see butterflies and dragonflies, but I would want to look at them and hold on to them. And so recently, um, I wrote a poem when I was getting my hair dried, and um, it dawned on me that I don't have to trail butterflies with my eye in order to f see her or feel her. I don't have to trail birds with my eye in order to know she's there. It's like a bird can peek in and peek out. And I'm like, hey, mom. And so that, for me, is allowing me to realize that she's everywhere. You know, she's here. I can feel her in certain times. And I'm putting our daughter in the car or I'm driving and there's music playing. And I just feel her groove in me. So yeah, for sure, she is here. I think for me, 
my impact is a lot of times I've been straightening my back more because um, she always used to tell me, I used to joke and say, I'm 6'2", but I'm only 5'11", because I'm knock-kneed. <laughs> and so she would say I would be taller if I would stand up straight. And so I've been very mindful of that late, of just making sure my posture is right and I'm carrying myself right. Because mama's, y'all know, mama's big on that, with how you present yourself in a room. And so not being so modest, I guess that's my lesson she's going to teach me, is taking up space. But not only that, but being mindful of my passion and the impact that I can have by answering the call that I was given. Cause that's what she did, you know, she answered her call. And I think that's something that she wants all of us to do is step into our greatness. She was very big on, you know, whatever your dream was, go for it. And so, yeah, let's go for it. I have another memory that's gonna stay with me forever. This morning, I was telling my husband, honey, that chair on the head of the table is kind of a little worn. That was Deanne's chair. I said, so would you do me a favor? Would you move it over there when nobody uses it so I can save it longer? Because it started to have a little peel on the back. That makes me want to cry for a minute because it did this morning. But I realized, oh my God, that woman left such an impact in my life. How do I ever remember what chair anybody sat in? But Deanne would walk in out of nowhere in the middle of the day because she was in Miami Beach. She goes, I've got a half hour. Are you there? <laughs> and that's when we were working at home because of COVID. So I was always there. And she would just walk in, have her cup of tea, coffee, whatever it is that I was serving for that minute. And that was her chair. She'd like pull over, have this big, big flower thing in the middle of the table. She just pushed it all over, pull out her paperwork. She always had this ton of paperwork she's carrying around and she'd open up a paperwork and we had something important to discuss could be a half hour could be two hours that was her chair so I want now I move that chair and now that I move it when I talk about how do we keep the memory well that memory will forever be Deanne sitting there forever so thank you for the gift of your mom because there's no doubt that she was a gift to all of us we're lucky to have known her we're lucky that she picked us to be in her life. We're so lucky that she was the kind of person that she was that made a difference in us, so therefore we can make a difference in others. And that's the truth. Mom was so powerful. And you know what? You have so much of her. You have so much of your mom. Blessings. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen, right? She does. <laughs> she does. She yeah. does. Let's not forget that the mayor of New York, mayor of New York, oh my gosh, the mayor of Miami came to visit mom in the hospital. I think it was the day before I went or the, that afternoon. The mayor of Miami Beach. Of Miami Beach came to visit her to give her the keys of the city. Mm -hmm. So it's not That's just nice. us thinking that she was this amazing human being. I think anyone that ever met Deanne, who comes to a hospital and hands somebody the keys to the city? That's how important it was for him to acknowledge her. And that was, I think, something really special. Really special. Here yeah, she's he laying said, in bed, um, right? He said that uh, no event happened unless mom was recording it. <laughs> That's how you know an event happened. If mom was there and mom was recording Because she was everywhere. She was everywhere. She, I would literally, I remember mom would come in and give me a kiss 
and leave and give me a kiss. Like she was on it because like I said, it's what she believed in. It's what she believed in and she knew, how can I say, I don't don't wanna speak for her what she knew, but what I felt was that she was always very intentional where she was going and who she supported. And so listen, if mom was at your event, keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But you know, one of the um, questions that you wanted us to address is how can you keep her memory going? Uh, But also I felt that that was tied into one person changing the world. And when you think about it, Malayla, uh, who took the bullet because she believed in women's and girls' education, uh, Martin Luther King, Mother Therese, they all impacted the world. That was one person Mm. who changed the landscape. And so am I aiming to be like one of them? No, no, not necessarily. However, as she was moving into her role of advocacy on a whole nother level, I, this was like 10 years ago, I was literally moving out of my role of advocacy because I had been a community activist for already, I've been saying 40 years, but now I could say really 50 years. <laughs> um, so you quite must a, be quite at least a 60. <laughs> quite a resume. Yes, and, and I really was moving into another place and space in my life and now I like to think that I have. However, as Deanne was moving into that, more recently, she was not asking me but telling me what I need to do and how did she impact me as far as advocacy because I was already an activist in the community and had been for many years before I met her. She introduced me to the Women's Fund And she says, okay, Priscilla, you're moving into being even more active with women, which as you know, I'm very involved with uh, Belize and domestic violence and what's going on with women there who are trying to be more financially independent from their abusers. She said, okay, the Women's Fund is where you need to go now. She said that she told me all of their pillars and all of that. And she said to be on that board so you could zero in. I'm not trying to be a Deanne. Deanne is like this everywhere with everybody. (laughs) I'm trying to close in the ranks and be more targeted as I transform. And so she used the one to introduce me to the Women's Fund and been on the board. You can't just join the board. They have to select you and you've got to go through the channels and all that. But Deanne had an inside track, okay, because that was one of the areas that she really advocated for. Women and girls, Ferriel Yoakum, which was on the fabulous board, just gave her an award. And as she talked about in her acceptance speech, she talked about the work for women that Fairyell does, so she really believes in that. Besides being advocates for the whole world, black community, but women and girls, and uh, and I did. I am on the board now. But you decide whatever it is you're going to do, and you really zero in on that, and become an advocate, a true supporter of that. And I told. Arthi and uh, Maria, who are in charge, 
that I have to learn all about it because when Deanne stood up and she spoke at the chambers, mm -hmm. at the school board, she knew what she was talking about. So she did all of her background, all of her research. So you knew she stood up there, she knew what she was gonna talk about. She would get to the point, say it, and sit down. And she made her point. She made them listen to her. And so that's what I'm having to learn how to do. And just zero in on, even as I get older, zero in on just one thing and do well with that. That's how she impacted me. I don't know anyone that impacted as many people as she has. I don't know how she did it. It's the way she flowed through life. I think it was just who she was. It wasn't even a plan. Diane was this natural, should I call it? I, when I first met her, I told her that I was raised in Brazil and that in Brazil there was no color because everybody in Brazil is black, white, and mulatto. There was no color discrimination until I came to the United States. And she said that to her, there's no difference in anything, not women, men, gay, anything, that it was the person that influenced her, not who they were, where they come from. And I realized that when, as I kept meeting her friends and meeting her family, it is amazing the amount of people that she influenced. Her present presence made other people better. Her presence, like you just said, Priscilla, allowed her to have the state of mind to say to you, choose this, because you want to go in one direction. She was so clear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a clarity about Deanne that is not something you can learn. Deanne was just one of a kind. And I love your poster, Janelle. Love it because there she is on top of all those flowers and her yellow convertible with her yellow glasses. Was there anyone on this earth that when she drove by and you see her, they wouldn't go, oh, there she goes, there she goes, there she goes. Thank you, Charlotte, for the picture and Clark for the idea for the butterflies. Right on. It's 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 the end. Yeah. Yeah. Add on what you just said, Tinker. Her presence was a present. Her presence right? and was a present. The humility behind that. I, that was something I have to learn. You know, me being the big guy and athlete, I'm used to kind of being the center of attention, you know, mm -hmm. when you go into a room, but there's a way you gotta handle that, right? You can't you can't go in there thinking you're better than everybody else, right? You gotta go in there uh with a humble spirit and I, I definitely noticed that from her. Being able to, you, you don't get to be a great connector without people trusting you, right? I need to trust that you're not leading me into a, a trap or, yeah, you know, yeah. have me dealing with yeah, somebody. You do have some of that or else you would not be here yeah. with Tinkerbell. Absolutely. That's okay. what I'm yeah. saying. So, yeah. you know, the, the truth is the in truth. the pudding, you know, yeah. and show up exactly as who you are, right? I don't, there's no doubt in my mind that she's exactly who she is behind closed doors than it's who she is at the fundraising events or wherever else, right? There was and, no code switching. Yeah, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no code no. switching. And I, res I respect that and I feel that, you know, and so that's that's one of the things that we can definitely do to 
keep her legacy alive and of course just live better lives right you know she, yeah. she was living how you're supposed to live right but use your influence to help people mm-hmm. and be happy and mm-hmm. you know help other people be happy like you mm-hmm. know life ain't supposed to be that difficult right yes. you know you thought you didn't meet the end mm-hmm. before that fundraiser the end met you do you remember the fundraiser on uh, washington avenue the fashion show the fashion show on washington avenue as the end was walking every head was waving to her They all knew her. Not only that, you did something that Deanne made me aware of, that they were going to give us an award, and Deanne is standing right there going, yeah, 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 as if maybe she even created that, which I believe she might have. She always (laughs) denied it, but I believe she might have orchestrated that. And I tried to get on to this boardwalk, this walkway that was created that was three feet high. Well, I couldn't get on it. I, I couldn't get on it. He kept trying to tell me. And Wes came out of somewhere and just lifted me up, put me on the walkway. Tinkerbell and Deanne saw that. Tall. Okay, <laughs> let's get that straight. Okay. No, I am four feet, ten and a half inches. Oh, wow. You better give it that By half. By the way. So, yeah, you needed a Wes to help you. So he literally picked me up like I was a toy and put me on the walkway. But Deanne noticed that. And she said, is that your friend Wes? I said, no, that's my little brother Wes. And she goes, okay, introduce me to him. And I did. I don't know if you remember. Deanne walked by, and I went, Wes. Now now that you jog my memory, I remember Right? Yeah. Right? That was a a crazy night. She noticed everything. Everything. Is that like, are you born with that? Like, I don't know. Deanne was not the usual person. Not even the usual person that stands out. She was the kind of person that will leave a lifetime of memories for all of us. Um, I want to backtrack, and um, I think a big part of what made mom such a personal connector is that she believed in people, and she believed in their dreams. There was not one time that I came to mom like, I want to freelance, I want to do poetry, I want to work with children. She never told me no, never. She never said I couldn't do it. She never said it's not possible. Not once. And so I think that's really what made her mom for everybody. If she was like, you had something, you had a dream, you wanted to do it, do it. Mm. Can I tell you no? And who am I to tell you no? And let me help you. Let me connect you with somebody who can help you. Because you're supposed to be doing that. That's what's in you, you know? I said, the connector. You keep going back to that word. Yeah. Is a true connector. And that's, I think that's what, when we talk about impact, that's what keeps us connected to her, is allowing ourselves to follow our dreams, allowing ourselves to stay connected to people, you know, because that's what she was all about. And being kind. I asked her that at the table one day. I said, Mom, what do you want people to remember? And she was like, be kind. Always Aww. be kind. And she was kind. It wasn't just words. It wasn't. And I think that's something that we need to remember because the world needs more of that. And so how can we think about the next person, the person in front of us, the person behind us, the person beside us? How can we be mindful of everybody around us so we all can move forward, so we all can do better? Absolutely. Number one, you got to love yourself. Yeah. I know Miss Deanne loved herself. And you can't wear no glasses like that in some of the outfits she would wear <laughs> if you don't love yourself. Right, Miss Priscilla? You, right? you got yes. to feel a certain kind of way about yourself. <laughs> to lay out your whole outfit before you go out and have the accessories <laughs> and all this. You must really love yourself because some yeah. people come out of the house like yeah. they don't care, right? Yeah. And love yourself enough to love other people. Yeah. There you go. How you yeah. love yourself is how you treat others. So there you go. That, that kindness aspect you talk about, be kind with yourself. Right. right? It doesn't seem like, I don't know, but you obviously knew her much better than I did, but it doesn't seem like she would beat herself up uh, too much if she made a mistake or you know wasn't so hard on herself, right? So how you talk to yourself and how you treat yourself uh, is very telling about how you treat other people. 
So I want to say something real quick because we have this glorious view of mom, which is 100% realistic, right? But mom is also a person. Like she's a real person, you know. I'm glad you're saying you that because I wanted she, to add something. She wasn't always yeah. happy. She's a person. <laughs> but she was always moving in gratitude. She would always say it could always be worse and somebody has it worse than I do. And so that's what kept mom going. It wasn't that she was just this steel iron man and nothing penetrated her, yeah. you know, it was just, it could always be worse. I need to count my blessings. And that's how she kept going, I think. That's, that's self-love and gratitude. That's what I'm talking about. She was a role model for all of us, how she handled her illness. Nobody talked Somebody, about Some people don't even know she was sick. I know. I, I, I know. A lot just of people, people would did. tell me she's losing weight. And I go, hmm, must be one of a new diet. Now, let me be clear. She was transforming before her sickness took a turn. That's right. She was losing weight before her sickness took a turn. A hundred pounds. Yep, a hundred pounds. She lost from meditation. Shout out to Tony Major. You know, because he, listen, I remember, and I don't know how much time we have, but I remember. Um, time was over about now, right? Okay. <laughs> I have to be mindful, guys. I pick up Zion at, at 5.30. But I remember she would go to sleep with the news playing. And when she started with her transformation, she started listening to meditations. Mm -hmm. So when we say it's a mental thing, she started transforming. And the weight came along with her spiritual transformation. She was taking walks and walking as she was talking. She was meditating. She was transforming her mind, body, and spirit before cancer took a turn and she started losing the weight. So I want to make that clear. Mom's yeah. transformation wasn't, cancer didn't beat mom, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> cancer didn't beat mom. She literally lived and thrived all the way until the end. She planned her celebration. <laughs> In the hospital? Yeah. She told me to start writing and mm -hmm. I started writing. She planned it, that's yep. right. And I'm so glad that you took that and ran with it because I wanted to end on a very positive note, another note too, because we're not sad here, okay? One of the questions that you wanted us to address was a uh, um, favorite memory of Deanne. Mm. She was an activist, okay? And she did all of that advocacy constantly. She went to 20 things every day, but that's not my favorite memory. When I learned, I said something about one of the things that I, you said the word dreams. One of the things that's on my bucket list that I really want to do, I'm very adventurous, is to fly in a hot air balloon. Mm -hmm. Blessing. And she said, really? I want to do that too. Now this was 2018, okay? She says, I want to do that too. And so I did all the research and found out that the number one a hot air balloon festival was in Albuquerque, New Mexico. New Mexico. I called Nathan, mm -hmm. her son, and I said, I want to surprise Deanne, mm -hmm. and I would like for you, this is what I said to him, I would like for you to get the family together, Deanne's family together, and pay for her trip to Bless the you. festival. And he said, oh, I don't have to get my family together for that. He said, I got this for my mom. Aww, and I'm like, right. huh? <laughs> he said, oh, yeah, I got it. That's one of her dreams, and she wants to do that, and you're going to go do that. I got this. And we went to the number one in the world hot air balloon fiesta in Mexico, 2018. 
You're talking about having a good time. The mm. two of us, we flew together, stayed together, all of that. Then we found out Miami Beach was also planning the trip to go Aww. there. <laughs> but it was just Deanne and I planned the trip. We were going to go. While I was there, Donna Zemo and Paula Turk, I think you said you met them. I've seen them, Do yeah. you know them? No. Oh, off the chain, crazy women. Okay, <laughs> truly crazy. She they, says that with love. They, <laughs> oh no, they know I call them crazy. Live she over calls Miami me crazy. Beach. It's love. Yeah, live over in Miami Beach, so that's where she knew them from. Talking about having a fantastic mm. time in Mexico, mm. off the chain, off mm. the chain. I saw a whole new side of Deanne. Okay, mm. we were crazy. One of the pictures that I put on Facebook. Was us kissing the tree. I remember that's such a beautiful photo. I love that photo. It was wild, uh, but we continued that relationship back here when we came back home. And nice. I have videos of Paula dancing. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. <laughs> dancing. Can't sing a lick. Okay. That's the best time to sing. But yes, mm -hmm. yes, but they know how to dance. They know how to sing. They know how to let go. Mm. Deanne knows how to let go go and have a great time. That's right. So forget the advocacy for a minute. Forget the activism. And she was a fighter, fighter, fighter. She knew how to have fun. That's we right. had That is my favorite memory mm -hmm. of her. I'm mad I missed that party. I was like, that's not like a hot air balloon party. It was. We were up there together, and it was it was phenomenal. That's my favorite memory Aww. of her, just having right. a good time and acting crazy. Mm. I remember one day, she had, I just brought her back from taking her to a doctor who was a um, chiropractor, but a neurological chiropractor to work on her legs. And I... Picked, uh, I went there with her, and as we were leaving, I said, was it helpful? She says, well, a little. I said, is it good enough to go dancing? And she goes, Tinkerbell, it's good enough to go dancing anytime, no matter what I'm feeling. That's mm. right. That is so Deanne. All the pain that she went through for so many years mm. never complains, never complains. She only said something would hurt if she thought I knew someone that could help. Otherwise, mm -hmm. it wasn't about talking about pain. I and why does she feel comfortable talking about that to you? Uh, Tinkerbell is like 500 years old, <laughs> and she, like me, thinks she's 29, okay? Can I tell them the story about you? Twerking? Yes. <laughs> I was going to tell them. Why did I know she was going to do that? Tinkerbell was twerking. Wait a minute, it gets worse. <laughs> she hurt herself very badly. Can I tell them how yes, badly? Yes. She broke her neck. <laughs> Twerking? No. Wait, she no. broke her neck. So she called me and told me that she broke her neck. Tinkerbell, <laughs> how did you break your neck? Weren't you skiing? Well, Neil and I went skiing. Mom told me that. And she oh broke her neck. And I'm like, what? You went <laughs> skiing? Her response to me, I'm in shock that she went skiing to begin with. Her response was, but Priscilla, I can still twerk. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> How many times have we twerked oh on the stage? My God. Nonstop. Are you kidding? Oh, we have twerked on the stage before. <laughs> yeah, we I have. Yes, we have. The whole twerk team over here. That's what's going no, on. Not me. And Deanne. No, the her. two of us from yeah. the door all the way to the we definitely because of Deanne I would have never met Priscilla without Deanne mm. we were just in different worlds <laughs> so when Deanne says you're going to have to meet Priscilla I knew I had to meet Priscilla and literally from the day we met we've been friends from the first day we met Lessons. so that's what she did she created relationships lifetime relationships so I want to share my favorite memory I had one, but then when you brought that up, I thought about another one, so I have to share two. So the original one, my senior year of high school, I made it to States, and States was the same day as prom. And my coach was very determined that we weren't going to miss either one, and mom agreed. And so what happened was we had to throw at the very beginning of prom, I mean at the very beginning of States, and then fly back down to go to prom in the evening time. Got second place in shot put. <laughs> got a uh, third place in discus and so you know we came back and mom told me the story that the dress i was supposed to wear was locked in the dry cleaners she didn't realize that it closed early and so she's like i gotta get my prom dress for my daughter i gotta get the prom dress for my daughter what am i gonna do and so she's calling the number that's on the door and of course it's going to voicemail because probably the business's phone and so she says that she's about to throw this rock into the dry cleaners because she said <laughs> if I do this police will come and the owner will come if the owner comes I can get the dress <laughs> and so she calls the police department she gets the phone number for the owner she tells him I'm outside of your store my daughter's prom dress is locked inside I really have to get this prom dress and I don't want to break your window but can you please come and open your store this is in Miramar he drives from Coral Springs to come and meet mom so I can have my prom dress Aww. for an hour of prom with my medals. She was a crazy one. Yes. So that's my favorite memory. Because Talk about by any means necessary. By any means necessary. And, you know, and I, I think about that because a lot of times mom was working in speaking for myself in my favor without me even knowing it. Right. And so I had this beautiful dress. I had this beautiful time for an hour. I didn't even know what she went through, but she told me after the fact. My, one of my favorite memories. The second one I thought about with the dancing, if y'all seen the photos, you know me and mom get down on the dance floor. <laughs> and whether it's not, even if it's not reggae, we're just, you know, dancing. But if it's reggae, listen, mom is grabbing my hand. She's getting low. She's busting it open. And I'm right there with her. I am right there with her. I am right there. It didn't matter. 40, 50, 60, whatever, whatever reggae came on. She was like, let's go, Janelle. And she would grab my hand. We were on the dance floor. And it was, I will never, ever, ever forget those memories. And I'm telling dance floor. Janelle, don't put that picture anywhere for the public to see. <laughs> no. but, but you see, Janelle said, uh-uh. She loved doing that yeah. and loved getting down. And she was able to get back up. I'm so much more conservative than Deanne. And so Janelle said, uh-uh, we're going to put that picture. But I heed it to your, because I almost put a poster for the celebration of life. I wanted a poster of, <laughs> of us getting down like that. And Priscilla was like, listen, I know this is a memory. And I, and I understand that. I do, I do, I do, I do. Oh, I thought you were going to do it anyway. No, 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 no. Well, maybe. Mm, I don't know. It ain't too late. Come on the 28th. Our dear friends, all of you, 
This is in honor of Deanne Connolly, mm -hmm. Graham, and Janelle. My now. mom. Yeah. <laughs> mom. Mom, sister, yeah. friend. And Janelle is here yes. to take over for yeah. her. She wore yeah. many hats, huh? Listen, I wouldn't say many hats, because some hats may not fit my mom. <laughs> Seriously. Like, mom moved with the spirit. Like, if she knew something was happening and it was important, she was there. She was supporting. She was connecting. Yeah, it wasn't even hats. And it was joy. It was her fun. Was she wanted to do things that were fun, you know? Mom got into modeling. I'm like, what are you doing in, in Mexico? <laughs> you know, but she literally, like, she, I think, in just a moment of transparency, I think mom may not have realized the legacy that she left. And even myself, as her as my mom, I knew mom was popping and powerful and beautiful and amazing. But I'm really seeing the impact that she's had and she has. And I think a lot of that has to do with just her genuine heart. Mm -hmm. Her genuine heart. I think the more that we move in spirit, the more we'll feel mom. I think the more that we're led and we flow how we're supposed to, we'll feel mom, yes. for sure, because nothing is accident. So she wanted you to call me. She wanted you to call Leia, mm -hmm. you know? And so- And look who you have here. I think, if anything, we need to move in spirit, because mom is in spirit. So if we move in spirit, we're gonna be moving with mom. Touche. Yeah. And can I tell you that today is Danielle's no! birthday? No! Oh my God! Oh my God! Water, she was an ocean. <laughs> Wait a minute. I Blessings. taught your mom how to sing happy birthday in please Spanish. Please don't sing me happy Can birthday. Can I please in please Spanish? Don't. In Spanish. Just please. give me a hug after. Just in Spanish. Please, please, please. <laughs> Feliz cumpleaños a ti. The only thing she would ever want to say. Feliz cumpleaños a ti. Feliz cumpleaños. Estimada Janelle. Estimada Janelle. Feliz cumpleaños a ti. of lives. Yes. Celebration yes. See, in English. Lessons. I didn't do it in English. Lessons. See, I did Lessons. it in Spanish, so it was okay. That was mom's translation. It's all good. <laughs> Blessings. Right on, right on. We love you so much. Mm -hmm. we'll love see you, you and the butterflies and the birds and the wind hey. and the sunshine and the rain. There it is. Yeah. There Thank y'all. Blessings. <laughs> yes. Love you all. Oh,